0: hey guys welcome out to psychology hacks today what i want to do is i want to reference a chapter from the book the 48 laws of power um, the reason i want to dig into this in particular especially this this law is that it's something that i've been <laughs> revisiting a good bit in my own life lately one of those things i just had to kind of take a pause and um, reevaluate myself do some some inner work some some personal growth and um it's gonna be law number four, which is always say less than necessary um and I didn't realize how much I was struggling with this until fairly recently, but doing the work has had a huge impact on me, and it wasn't i didn't uh immediately think of the forty eight laws of power when I started to realize that I had this problem um, I actually started off a little bit more with like some of the older philosophers, but um it it, it kind of in my research, I got, I got back to this book, and it's, it's been an incredibly influential book in my life. It's got a whole lot of really good information, uh, and then I saw this law, and I was like, okay, I need to reread this. I need to actually go over everything again. So I'm going to share it with you guys today, um, just because I think it's relevant. I think it's very important, and it seems pretty straightforward, and it is, uh, but it, it's a law that holds enormous, enormous p- potential for personal development. Not only is it a way to increase your influence, but it also goes a long way towards helping you build your character. Um, From what I've noticed about people is that um, it's just a life hack that people don't ever really look at very seriously, and it does have a huge impact on how other people see you and on just your your own moral strength, but if you really want something... To quickly change how people perceive you, this is a really good one. Uh, most people love to talk. Uh, even the quietest people will perk up and just ramble on uh, if you engage them properly. And it's not that talking is inherently bad, but the problem is that we typically just talk too much. Um, and even if we're not talking too much, we're not paying close enough attention to the words that we use, to what we say, and that, that can have quite a few negative effects. Okay? So, first of all, excessive speaking, it makes you is just too accessible all right a, a little bit of mystery goes a long way towards creating a person or a, a, a persona um and like a character that demands respect right because you're putting out this facade to the world basically you're putting out this um this, this character that that you're playing because nobody's 100 percent real and honest um uh, when they're out in social situations, it just doesn't really happen that way. Like you, 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 can't be. You have to play along with social rules to some extent. You can't act on impulse. You have to, um, you have to work on your personality. You have to work on how you present yourself, and that's just not something that people take enough time to do. And one of the biggest things that you can do to actually take charge of it is to just get some discipline on what you say, um, blabbering on about your. Yourself about your work about whatever it decreases its value. Instead of admiration, you're going to start creating resentment and boredom. Uh, anything too common very quickly starts to lose its appeal and it just becomes uninteresting. So, a quote from the from the forty eight laws of power: the less you talk about your work, the more people will talk about it and the more valuable it becomes. So. Um, it's a very good book. Anyway, speaking less it definitely pays off, or it plays off of the scarcity principle, and it also has a more immediate effect on you. So when you de- when you begin developing the discipline to take control of your words, it's going to be ha- it's going to be, begin to have a dramatic impact on your life. By controlling what comes out of our mouths, um, we start to uh, we, we stop engaging in the negative patterns that we're probably going to be operating on. Uh, it, it's it, it's really interesting because once you start to practice restraint, it it very quickly becomes obvious how little actually needs to be spoken. After a day or two of saying as little as possible, you're gonna very quickly notice uh, how much control you start to bring into your life, um, and not just in your outer life, but your your inner life, your emotional state, like the thoughts that you allow in your head. It'll help you stop complaining. It'll, it'll stop. It'll help you stop giving away power in social settings. And I'm not saying never to talk. I'm just saying. Um, to, to work on being conscious of what you say and on how much of it, and on speaking less, more than likely. And it takes some practice to get it right. And you might overcorrect it first, and that's fine. But over time, you, you develop a better sense of what actually needs to be said. Again, from the 48 Laws of Power, um, silence makes others uncomfortable. They are desperate to interpret everything you do and will assign meaning to all of your actions. So keeping your composure and remaining quiet gives you the power to control the situation absolutely so the ones that are most eager to talk come across as insecure in any situation i'm, I'm sure we've all seen people that they're just they they, they have to assert themselves they can't wait to speak and they, they just overdo it um they're fighting for attention it just makes them look weak all right the, the powerful in any situation they don't feel the need to jump in um, to the conversation at every opportunity. They're, they have self-confidence. They're assured of their status. They don't have to rush to defend it because there's no need to defend it. They don't have to. And this gives them the ability to sit back and observe. Um, and while they observe, uh, while the inferior members of the group, I mean, not necessarily that they're inferior as people, but like in terms of the hierarchy, the social hierarchy that's you know being established on a nonverbal, unconscious level, they are in a sense inferior while those people are desperately trying to secure a place of recognition and power um the truly really powerful just wait for the right time to speak and this gives them the advantage of collecting information instead of just rushing in unprepared instead of reacting and being responsive it lets them make a, an informed decision of carefully planning out what they're going to say and it also gives a lot more weight to everything that's spoken. Humans place a lot of value on what's rare. And the, the more you speak, the less anybody listens. Because there's just so many words out there. You don't, it's not as uh, special anymore, you know? And then I think... I, one more quote from this book, because it's an awesome book. And it really helps sum up what I'm trying to say. But too much circulation makes the price go down. The more you are seen and heard from, the more common you appear... If you are already established in a group, temporary withdrawal from it will make you more talked about and even more admired. You must learn when to leave. Create value through scarcity. And again, obviously playing off of that, uh, if you have no recognition and no power, no anything in a social setting or in a work environment, whatever the case may be, you, you obviously have to build up your credibility somewhat. Um, before you can just leave and make your yourself scarce uh, to enact that scarcity law, but at the same time, while you are building that persona, that does that, you still have to be careful that you don't overextend yourself, that you don't speak too much, that you develop that self control. Um, and doing this allows you to create suspense, keeping others waiting. It gives you a certain amount of power. Um, on uh, in terms of both. You interacting with them and you interacting with yourself. When you keep people in suspense, when you're, when you force them to make a move, unconsciously you're leading them. You're you're drawing them into your space, and they have to extend themselves. They don't have the option of sitting and waiting anymore. It's just a sales tactic that um, I use, and I've seen a lot of successful people use it. When when you get to a certain point, you, you need to know when to shut up, when to stop talking, and. It, it silence is a very powerful tool because people are very uncomfortable with it they just are it's, it's awkward and it's it's un, it makes you uneasy cuz because there's tension it's kind of like the same uh it, it, it's just it makes people uncomfortable at the end of the day and if you can get comfortable with that discomfort with that tension that 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 friction that kind of um that that, that weird sense where you just you're waiting for somebody to respond if you can get comfortable with that you can sit in that you can rest in it you can make that your space of power you can be confident and the more comfortable you get with that i mean you might fail the first few times that's fine you might fail even after you get the hang of it that's fine but if you're comfortable there and you're comfortable with everything it entails it gives you tremendous space to work from and other people even if nothing else even if you're not comfortable with it but you're willing to do it other people are not they're they're they don't think about it, and they might go back and think about it later and be like oh I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that then or I shouldn't have overextended. but the fact is in the moment if they're not really putting a lot of work into themselves or're not really paying attention to what's going on they're not going to have the presence of mind to keep from um, just kind of laying all their cards on the table um, and like I said it, it's just you're, you're leading them on an unconscious level you're you're taking the control. And like I said, it takes some time to get used to that, um, especially for those of us that are not natural manipulators. Taking charge of the the dynamic of an interaction, that can be really nerve-wracking. It can be uncomfortable. There's a feeling of tension. Um, the more polite and empathetic and less assertive members of society, especially, just tend to have a, a difficult time intentionally making others uncomfortable. Um, when you pull back and withhold, it, it creates anxiety uh, in both you and the other person. And just learning to embrace that discomfort. That's the key to stepping into a position of authority. I'm not saying you should make it a goal to constantly make others uncomfortable around you as a power play, but it is important to get out of the habit of uh, trying to please everybody and trying to make them comfortable. That in and of itself is valuable, um, and this is just a good way to do it. But the more we try to make everyone like us, the more pathetic we start to look. And obviously, we can't make everybody like us. We're going to just get stressed out. So the key here is to learn to detach yourself emotionally from the situation. The more you speak, the more invested you become in everything that comes out of your mouth. You start to lose any sense of control. And whatever is said, it starts to become reactive. It's not strategic anymore. You're not in charge. You're not in control of yourself or the situation. Um, and there's obviously times when, you know, spontaneity is valuable. Absolutely. but. When you don't have control over that filter, you can't really be spontaneous because you're just, you're impulsive at that point. You're not free and uninhibited. You're chaotic and reckless and have no control. You know, it's, it's being spontaneous from a place of choosing to let go and choosing to let it happen is totally different from not having the discipline to know when to speak or when not speak. And like I said, I started, um, I, I kind of got back into this just because of the situation I was in, obviously, but what kind of got me down this train of thinking was, I was reading some of the older philosophers, so I'm going to share a couple quotes here. The first one's from Cato. Um, he says, I begin to speak only when I'm certain that what, I, what I'll say isn't better left unsaid. And then three from Pythagoras. versus be silent, or let thy words be worth more than silence. Uh, do not say a little in many words, but a great deal in few. And no man is free who cannot control himself. And again, that last one: if you if you can't control yourself, you're not free to make decisions. You're an unconscious. You're you're a slave to your unconscious. You're reactive. You're not making decisions. You're reacting based off of habits and patterns and programming and um, what somebody said to you in eighth grade and trauma that you had when you were five and you know your first breakup and you know you hate people that. You have a stress response to people that look a certain way because it reminds you of your ex's new significant other. That you know the, the situation happened fifteen twenty years ago, and you still can't get it out of your head. And like you're having this response to somebody that has nothing to do with it. And that's that seems off topic, but honestly, that happens a lot. Like people will just they have these responses to situations and things, and they get stressed out over stuff that is totally irrelevant to their lives anymore. And they just don't they don't realize that that's where it's coming from. And it's very difficult to start to. Gain that self awareness, unless you start to pay a lot of attention to yourself, to who you are. And the best way to do that is to mind your small habits, is to mind your thoughts, and is to mind your words. And that's why speaking less than necessary, it has it carries tremendous power in a social environment. But also, it it will change you like as a person within a few weeks. I want to say a few days, like. Within a few days of doing this, you're going to notice a lot of negativity. You're going to notice a lot of things that you've been doing wrong, a lot of bad habits and patterns that you have, a lot of negative things that you say, a lot of complaining, a lot of um, framing that you are doing, like how you how you speak of things. You're going to notice that there's not necessarily the most productive. Um, there's just a lot of self work to be done here, and without that ability to control yourself, I mean, who's really speaking? If, if you don't put any thought into the words then it's not you it's your unconscious it's your react reactive you know patterns and trauma um, and doing that it just it takes us it keeps us from living consciously it takes it keeps us from taking power um, other people are going to perceive us as weak and as having no authority and nothing easy to come by is ever seen as valuable um, so if you are in a situation where you're giving advice and it's going ignored constantly stop um, are you if you're tr- constantly trying to make jokes and witty comments and social situations and you're just desperately trying to get a lot stop um if you're giving your opinion on everything and you're telling people how they should live their lives and like what you think of a situation whether or not you're asked stop if people are interested they will ask you and you're going to be kind of hurt by the fact that nobody ever asked you um but just stop you know um like the old proverb says don't throw pearls before swine and that that should be your attitude towards people you know S- the if you imagine like a like a merchant or somebody who you know they know the worth of what they have to sell they don't get upset when poor people come along and laugh at their prices you know he knows that the 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 people that can actually afford his um, merchandise is they're going to appreciate the value they're going to pay what he has to offer he doesn't get upset about that and it's the same way with what you say if you give it away freely then it says that you don't have any that it has no value has no intrinsic value that you don't value it and why should other people you know i'm not saying to make a habit of looking down on others and saying that oh i'll reserve my words for those who deserve it that's not what i'm saying but just understand that self-respect shows as quiet confidence And if you don't have that self-respect yet that's okay um it's something that you can build it's a skill that can be learned by anybody who's willing to to work for it um, begin to di- to cultivate the discipline to keep your mouth shut, and in and of itself, that that will build self esteem, that will build that self confidence. We're going to feel better about ourselves when we do difficult things. Um, I believe that mo- the the people with the most self confidence are the ones with the most self discipline. You know, because you gain confidence. By disciplining yourself, by doing difficult things. And it's not like, oh, I ran a marathon or I did this great work. No, it's the daily things. It's like I have years or months, weeks, like how long I have all this time of consistently doing these things over and over again. And like, yeah, they're little things on a daily basis. Like, oh, I kept my mouth shut that time. I kept my mouth shut that time. But it heads up over time because you and you can look back and say, "Wow, I I am the kind of person who keeps my mouth shut. I'm the kind of person that goes for a run every day, even though it's a ten minute run. Like I, I still run every day. You know, it's, that's totally different than I ran ten miles once. Um, and there's always people with like an over over inflated ego who have way too much confidence for no no damn reason. Obviously, uh, but those people are delusional. They're crazy, and they're usually the most." Uh, they're usually the easiest to manipulate honestly so just don't don't fall into that trap don't don't become too prideful um, build your self respect through patience hard work and dedication uh, and as a result of that you're going to feel secure about yourself no matter what the situation is Seneca says that the greatest power of ruling consists in the exercise of self control and um, <clears throat> going off of that yeah practicing self-control is a skill that very few people really take the time for it takes a lot of energy um because you have to take the reins out of the unconscious and you have to pull everything out into the light of day and it's just such an overlooked area of development but because of that you don't really have a lot of competition in this area so if you make any even a little bit of progress you're gonna be leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else so you you just remember you can't take back anything that you've said already um we all learned this as kids, but most of us continue to live in a reactive state anyway. This is all because to break free and, and take control of your life, it takes a lot of discipline. And it requires that you become aware of your unconscious in the first place. And most people never even take that step. Most people never realize that they're unconscious. They're, they're living reactively. It's very rare that anybody becomes just how asleep and reactive they are. Nobody looks back at the day and thinks, oh, wow, everything I said is a product of my condition. I put zero thought into everything I did. I'm, I'm sleepwalking. I have no control. Nobody says that. It's, it's so rare. And the sooner you can wake up to the fact that that is true, the sooner you can take charge and, and change it. And It takes work to start to um, really understand what it feels like to be in control of yourself. Gaining that control comes from uh, learning comes from practice, from dedication. Knowledge alone does not do anything. Consistent action is the only way to make any progress. And that's something that most people never learn. And while that sucks for the majority of people, it's good for the few people that actually do it. Because those of us who do make that decision to break free of our programming and create ourselves with the intention, um, that we might have a, a long, hard road ahead of us, but at least that road is free of congestion. There's nobody else on it. Exercising control over speech is a major theme in the teaching of the Stoic philosophers. And that's for good reason. And it's not only has a powerful impact on how others perceive you, but it goes a long way towards building your character. Uh, One of my biggest problems when I was younger is that I just complained way too much. Um, It was really annoying for everybody around me. Um, But then you know, Over time, I started to become aware of this, and I, I started to, to learn that I could consciously reinvent myself and create my future. And I, when I started doing that, I started to notice how often I complained. And I actually asked my friends uh, if they would start calling me out every time I said anything negative. And, of course, they jumped at the opportunity. They were, they, were, they were all about it. But within a month, I might as well have been a different person. Because once I started becoming aware of just how much garbage was coming out of my mouth on a daily basis, it became so much easier to shut it off. And I realized that most of my words were better left unsaid. I realized that I was able to improve myself so much easier because that space, I wasn't cluttered. My brain wasn't cluttered with all these thoughts and, like, what am I trying to do? What am I trying to say? I'm not trying to think of something to say. Like, I'm, I'm, I have so much mental space freed up to just think, to, to, to exist, to go walk around and have so much more energy. And plus, I'm not getting into these negative mindsets of complaining and whatnot. Um, and so that, that helped me improve as a person, but also did a lot to improve my image. I got. Um, I made a lot of progress in my life on, like, on an ex- external and internal level at that time frame. And so I'm trying to do it again now and I think it's working so far. Um, but seeing what a difference it made to stop speaking negatively, just to stop talking negatively, that went a long way towards keeping those thoughts from ever even starting in my mind because as soon as they got there, I was like, no, no, I'm not even entertaining that because I realized the power that those words held. And once I realized that, it became a lot easier to stay on top of everything that came out of my mouth. So to wrap up, let's remember to go out today, begin working on ourselves. Always say less than, than necessary is something that I'm revisiting, something that you guys should definitely get on top of. Um, remember, words have power, but so do their absence. By speaking less, uh, we give a lot more value to what we say. Um, we create the advantage of choosing those words strategically as well as um, you know, just not, just not reacting blindly. At the end of the day, this is going to keep us. Um, it's going to help us be more methodical, more logical, more strategic. It's going to help keep us from putting all the cards out on the table, of losing our cool. Um, got a lot of great benefits, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Good luck to everyone. As as always, don't hesitate to reach out to me on either my website or through social media, um, and I'll have some more content out for you guys soon.